Hey, what's up guys? I'm here on a walk in Amsterdam and I was waiting to find the perfect place to shoot a video. I'm also without a mic and then it started raining. So I guess we're not gonna have a perfect video today, but I wanted to talk about 1031 exchanges and syndications. So there's a few ways that that can work and a few ways that it can't work. Number one, you've got the opportunity for the whole syndication to exchange, which would mean that the entity that actually owns the property where in which, you know, that would be typically an LLC in which the syndication investors are members of, that whole entity would then 1031 exchange into another property upon sale. And then some investors can opt to go along with the 1031 and some can opt to take their ownership proceeds in cash. So that would be one way to do it. That'd be kind of a global 1031, if you will. Now, another way to do it is through a tenancy in common or a tick. Depending on how this is structured and if it's on the way going in or going out, it allows individual investors or individual entities within the global structure to 1031 exchange either in or out. So that's kind of going back to the general syndication format is you can't 1031 exchange into a syndication unless it's set up especially for you through a tick or a tenancy in common structure. This is something we've done with our investors, getting them involved ahead of time and letting them create a special entity and come in as a tick member and actually form, you know, perform a valid 1031 exchange. Um, so if you are interested in exchanging into a syndication, you have to work that out ahead of time with the 1031. Now, the other thing is with, you know, with the tick that not only are you able to 1031 into the project, you're also able to 1031 out your own ownership piece as well. So you're not beholden to the project as a whole to 1031 exchange. So obviously this has its benefits, but a tick rather is involved. It's more complicated. It's more expensive legally, and you can only have so many or you know, until it becomes cumbersome and legal for the structure. So that's why, you know, we, for example, don't accept, you know, just hundred thousand dollars as a tick investor we're looking for more sizable amounts so that it's you know really worth everyone's time to go through the extra legal troubles and you know provide the most benefit to the investors and the deal so yeah those are some things to consider we'll be doing a more in-depth webinar uh potentially with our attorney just because there's some things that i can share i can't share and obviously i'm not the expert but i just wanted to put that out there that for those of you that have 1031s on the horizon or have thought about it and not sure how to how it works you know these are just some of the things to think about as you uh as you move forward thanks for watching